Welcome to the Hello Lovely Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Williams, and I teach women how to be themselves. As an exclusive life coach for women, I'll teach you how to manage anxiety, make decisions you're confident in, and stop beating yourself up. So let's get started. Hi, lovely. I'm so happy to have you to join me here on episode 21, which if you guys can even believe it, 21 episodes. That means 21 weeks of recording this content for you. It just feels so exciting to be able to do this. And back in June, when I was getting ready to make this happen and start the launch of the podcast, it felt like everything broke. (laughs) Like I had the first podcast ready to go and Apple Podcasts and the podcast tools were just saying, nope, nope, we've got all these barriers to go through. And I think there was like 10 green lights that I needed. And there was about seven red lights that were just a no. And I had about two or three days to get them together to launch on time. And for, let me tell you, for the moment that those seven red lights came up, I seriously was just thinking my brain, it was flying up, telling me like, just do it later. And that's a lot of work and it's not worth it. And you don't even have to start this thing. And I just let those spin there for a second. And also in the back of my mind knew that there was going to be no way, no way that I was going to stop doing this because of how important it is for me to share this with you lovelies and how important these tools are. So got to work. And by the end of the two days, when it was time to launch the day before all green lights, so funny. So then my brain wanted to say, it was a fluke. It all just worked out. Had nothing to do with you. (laughs) So if your brain does this, like call it out. It wants to devalue what's possible that we can figure it out. And then once we figure it out, it wants to devalue our effort and work behind it. So we're on to you brain. So if you see this for yourself, find a moment to celebrate all the things that were not a fluke that you created because you worked hard of your efforts. So how fitting it is now to be able to share with you podcast episode 21 on contentment and how it impacts our life and the results that we want to create. And really just how contentment is not limited to being at the end of our goals. Like contentment is not on hold until we reach our goals. We can have it right now. And for my clients, they want to feel content right from the get-go. They want to feel content. And a big goal that they have is when they get to their goal, they want to feel that contentment and peace and calm and joy. What I get to share with them is that they don't have to wait until the end (laughs) of the six months together to feel contentment, that they can feel contentment now. So even though that sounds wonderful and exciting, They worry that if they're content now, that that will discourage them from taking action in their goals. Kind of like, I'm happy where I am, so why change anything? And the funny part about that is when you feel contentment, you're clearer on what you want and you have more drive. So let's look at the opposite of contentment first. And then I'll explain more about the drive that comes from contentment. So the opposite of contentment is feeling stuck 
and in a hurry. So it's kind of like being trapped between being stuck and wanting to hurry up. It's just like this not good feeling at all. And the hurry is twofold. One, we want to feel better quickly. And two, we don't want to lose steam and quit. So the hurry only seems necessary. And having the hurry energy almost feels like it's a motivator, but it is part of what keeps us stuck. Because this is what happens in a hurry. We focus on the time and not the long-term results. So we exhaust ourselves because of the brain space that hurrying uses and we hold our success hostage to a time limit. So it's kind of like if I was good enough, I could do it in this time or some flavor of that. Like if I was better, I could do it faster. And that is just a lie. It's a lie that our brain tells us that we picked up somewhere who knows where. And we remove contentment as an option for ourselves until we meet our goals, as if that is the reward of the goal. But hurry and rush don't make our goals happen. We do. So if we're feeling more energized and clear, that's when we have the space to think about the game plan and how we want to treat ourselves on the journey that we're taking to reach our goals. Because anything we're choosing to do goal-wise really is to contribute to the spice in your life. And I really highly recommend listening to the podcast episode on what goals are for to really show that goals don't make you happy, like you're content and then you choose goals that spice up your life. So the goal itself that we've set doesn't have to be a tool that keeps us from enjoying our lives until it's done. Do you see what I'm saying? Like the goal is the part where I push myself and then I can enjoy myself after. And that's why we lose weight and gain it back. That's why we set these goals and then retract is because we're in a hurry so much so that once it's done, we're so exhausted. We get there. We don't feel content. We want to go back to old habits. So we haven't created the habits we love. So it's like chasing contentment when we come from rush as if contentment is an elusive thing. And this does not have to be the case at all. Like this is not something that we have to work hard against. Contentment is something you can choose right now. And the more you give yourself permission to feel contentment now, the more you'll enjoy the journey of where you're going. It isn't just the destination. Like living your life and being alive is not just the result of goals. There is so much that comes from goals and goal getting and goal planning and reaching goals. But our life is not just to be celebrated after a goal. And you're not going to lose your drive when you get to the end of a goal. Like you're always going to have more goals. Like it's just part of the human design. Like you'll have more drive. So people who even have planned on retirement, like they want to get back to work because they, they're like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> like our brains for a moment think that like once we reach our goal, like that is it. Then that's it. Then we can just do nothing. And even if that's not like the exact flavor of reaching goals, there is some tiny piece of that that happens where our brain will tell us when we get there, it'll be better and then we won't like have problems anymore. Like then we really can be content. But it was not the goal that created the contentment. It's what you choose to think about it when you reach your goal. And you can choose to think things now 
that make you feel content now. So that's why choosing contentment now fuels your drive and your goals. So instead of fearing that contentment will slow you down, you have more energy and clearer decision-making, which get you to your goals quicker. It's like the tortoise and the hare story. You reach your destination and enjoy the trip. Instead of this big hurry up, hoping to feel content when we get there and kind of missing the journey in between. So I'll give you my own tortoise and hare example. Last year I ran, well, I participated in a half marathon. It was the second one I'd ever done, but it was the first one I did by myself. I was totally pumped. I had trained the whole year and I was going to make it my fastest to date. Like I had busted my behind training like every week and fueling my body as a runner. And I felt amazing, except three days before the race, I got a stomach virus. My gosh, you can imagine. It was three days before the race, and I started feeling sick like, really sick. And I was vomiting, amongst other things, and I barely ate anything for the three days. Like, I was sick those three days. So, I mean, I really couldn't eat my usual, and even the day before the race day, when I'd normally be, you know, having rice and potato and you know these carbs to fill me up I I was not hungry like I could not shove the food in my mouth so I thought let me just eat what I can and I'm gonna be feeling good tomorrow like I'm gonna do the race tomorrow like that's what I had in mind like I was still gonna be like running this race full throttle no one could stop me well race day came and 4 a.m when we had to like get together and I had to bring myself to the bus So I got there, race started, and at first I started full throttle as planned, and I ran the first six miles, but I was still so sick, like physically weak, and my body said, nope, and it felt like a full shutdown, like nothing scary, like nothing where I was in danger, but legs were not running, and I couldn't take the breaths um, needed to sustain running. So if you've run before, you know what I'm saying. So I thought, okay, If I literally just take one step at a time, one mile at a time, and I stop trying to run this, I will finish. Like, I knew that for sure. I didn't know how long it was going to be, but I would finish. I had one goal. Don't get picked up by the police car following us. So I made it the best I could. I took my headphones off and I shut off the running music and I just enjoyed the landscape. I cheered on the people who were passing me, and for a long time, it was just me. I thought, I must be the last one. (laughs) They were like picking up the signs as I was like coming across the markers, but it didn't matter. Like I kept walking. I am finishing this thing. And the crazy thing is, is I ended up finishing with almost the identical time as the year before when I wasn't sick. Moral of the story I decided to be content where I was at, and it didn't keep me from finishing. In fact, it gave me the drive to finish, whatever that looked like. And I ended up enjoying it. Like It was only miserable when my stomach was gurgling. (laughs) But I got through the race without incident. Like, raise the roof. Like, it was a success. So contentment really comes from what we think, 
not the circumstances we're in. Contentment comes when you choose to love where you're at and it doesn't remove your drive. It fuels it. So even if something changes along the way and it's not what you expected, you can choose contentment and it makes the journey more full. And that's available for you right now. Whatever you're doing, wherever you're at right now, like whatever's happened before, whatever's happened now that's been unexpected, choosing to be content is available to you right now. Because being content comes from what we choose to think. Contentment isn't holding yourself back. Contentment is choosing to love where you're at and where you're going. Like who you become in the middle really is the most transformative part. And since you don't have to wait to feel content until you get there, there's no pressure to rush. So contentment is not pretending there's no problems. Contentment doesn't mean that you love how things change that you weren't expecting. It's a reevaluation at any moment to say, choosing to feel content is for me. And it's a choice that I get to make right now. If we have a choice to feel content, why not choose it now on the way to the goals that you're reaching? So that's what I have to share with you this week, lovely. Have a great week and I'll see you soon. Hey, lovely. If you want to be more confident on the outside, you have to start on the inside. If you don't take time to create an amazing relationship with yourself, it will show up in every other area of your life. If you feel stuck or don't know how to be yourself, I invite you to work with me one-on-one. Go to misschristywilliams.com and sign up for a free call to join my six-month program. That's M-S-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-Williams.com, and I'll see you in session.